now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with fellow Your Story travel guide, Sarah. We hope and pray that you're staying safe and happy and healthy. And this is episode 621, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. Simply go to yourstorytravel.com, click on the agents list, and then you can choose Vicki or myself, Sarah, to help you plan your magical vacation. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. Contact us today for a free quote. So today, Sarah, we're going to continue our series of the Walt Disney World Resort reviews, and we're still doing those amazing deluxe resorts that we all uh, have on our bucket lists. Uh, we hope that everybody out there has found these helpful. I know that I've heard from a couple listeners, and I appreciate when you guys give us your feedback that you are finding these useful and maybe helping you plan a future trip. I know not everybody can afford to go to these two, so that's also a nice dream we can all put in our little dream box. Um, in last week's installment, we gave you the 411 on all things Polynesian. That's like a love of mine and Sarah stayed there. That's she's so lucky. And that was a deluxe resort that I feel the love for. I don't know that that love will ever go away. And I really don't know why I'm so attached to it, except for that maybe that was the first breakfast place that we went to on our first four person trip for family trip only. That can do it. And maybe that was why, because at that point I'd only traveled with my family or with friends. And so we had never just the four of us gone. And so maybe that is the connection. I don't know. I'm, I've been trying to figure that out since we were talking about it last week, Sarah. And I'm like, why is this? So today we have another deluxe resort in store for you. And Sarah is going to let us know what that resort is. All right. This is exciting. For installment number five today, we're going to be talking about Wilderness Lodge. I'm so excited. I get to stay here in January 2022 and I've got the countdown up on the mantle. It's so exciting for my family. It's exciting. We plan to hit some of the main highlights and address some burning questions that you may have about this resort and provide more insight. We will both be chiming in along the way with our own perspectives, experiences, and recommendations. So Vicki, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with the introduction. So the Wilderness Lodge is another resort with a great location. And here are some of the highlights of it. It is a short boat ride from the Magic Kingdom. It's a huge multi-story lobby with authentic Pacific Northwest artifacts on display, kind of like what we talked about in um, Animal Kingdom Lodge. They have artifacts in this lodge as well. There's also an amazing pool. A stream starts in the lobby and makes its way to a waterfall and eventually the resort's beautiful pool. And there's also a geyser that shoots off several times a day. And if you've never been in that uh, lobby, it is incredible. Like we just went over there one day just to look at it and sat in rocking chairs and just enjoyed the beauty. And you're allowed to do that, by the way, especially now that some of the pandemic stuff is being lifted, it should be more helpful in that situation. If you're a fan of Animal Kingdom Lodge, like I am, they share the same architect. Oh, well, that's good to know. Yes, so you can see a resemblance in the lobbies of both of those resorts. That makes a lot of sense now. I did, I do know what you're talking about. I can see that now that you yes. said that. 
So as far as theming and the feel or the vibe, it's modeled from a historic Old Faithful Lodge circa 1904 at Yellowstone's National Park, which I've never been to. It's a 728 room lakeside resort that opened May 28th, 1994. And from the moment that you walk through the front door, you will hear cricket sounds. It's part of the theming because they want you to feel like you're in the woods, which is amazing. It's just total Disney, of course. It is one of the best themed resorts on property and Animal Kingdom Lodge being the other. Well, Sarah just let us know why that is because they had the same architect. So the lobby is a wonderful place to explore complete with an 80 foot tall fireplace and rocking chairs, hidden Mickeys, totem poles, wood carvings, teepee chandeliers, and more. And I would really encourage you if you have an off day at Disney to go and look at this resort if you're not staying there because like every Disney resort, the theming is amazing and you could spend a day just looking Yes, it's absolutely beautiful. If you want a place to escape, if you're in the Magic Kingdom and you just need a place to get some quiet, go into this resort and find a nice comfy chair. There are some spots on higher levels where there's a fireplace and you can sit by that fireplace and relax to kind of zen out for a little while. It's, it's just beautiful and it really evokes the feeling of the great northwest yes i would totally agree on november 15th 2002 the villas at wilderness lodge part of the disney vacation club opened adjacent to the wilderness lodge and these were renamed the boulder ridge villas in may 2016 but then on two, uh, july 17th 2017 the copper creek villas and cabins at wilderness lodge opened so all of these are available Disney Vacation Club studios, one, two, three bedroom villas or standalone cabins. You do not have to be a part of the Disney Vacation Club to stay that in those rooms. The guests at the villa share central services with the lodge, including their front desk. So what are some of the advantages, Sarah, do you think to staying at the Wilderness Lodge? Could you give us some details on that? Sure. So the Wilderness Lodge is located in the Magic Kingdom Resort area and is a themed resort unto itself, just like Vicki shared with us. Many folks feel they could stay at the lodge their entire trip without even going to the parks. And they would consider that a perfectly relaxing vacation with money well spent. I think I would have to agree with them. If you're looking for a place just to escape, this is an amazing choice. But if you do choose to visit the parks, it is still a great choice. The Magic Kingdom is just a short boat ride away, which makes the Wilderness Lodge a convenient spot for those who also want to visit the park frequently. It also, the boat also goes to the contemporary in non-pandemic times. <laughs> so if you are, want to visit a neighboring resort, that is a great option as well. I really, I guess, have all of the resorts on my bucket list because I read about them and I see them and I go visit them and it makes me want to stay at them more. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So um, what about the rooms? What do we have for room options, Vicki? Most of the rooms are approximately 340 square feet and there are four room views available. The standard view, this is generally one that will face the parking lot or the driveway or sometimes even the roof. The courtyard view, this view looks out over the pools, waterfalls, or Bay Lake. The nature view, this view faces the woods towards the Magic Kingdom on one side. There's not really a view of the Magic Kingdom. You may catch a glimpse of the monorail and then the Wilderness Lodge Villas are on the other side. And then the Nature Fireworks View, which is a view of landscapes or Copper Creek Villas and Cabins, and a partial view of Magic Kingdom Fireworks when fireworks return, because they have not returned as of yet. Although with the many changes that are happening, 
we never know. There are seven floors in the main building and six floors on the wings. The lobby is considered to be on the second floor. The first floor rooms have a walkout area and are generally close to the pool and waterfall. Not all the rooms have a balcony and some of the balconies have privacy rails so that you can't see out when you're sitting. The rooms on the top floor have solid wall balconies. Most rooms have two queen size beds and some offer a queen size bed and one bunk bed set for a family. You may request a portable crib if you need one, and the sink area has a double vanity with the shower and toilet in a closed area, which is always a bonus, I think. The rooms have a small safe in the closet to store valuables, and most rooms have hair dryers installed, as well as a small complimentary refrigerator and an iron and ironing board. And I always laugh when I read that, Sarah, because I'm not really sure how many people actually iron on their vacation. Yes, I try not to, but I guess... I also don't dress very fancy. It's usually shorts and t-shirt. Um, <laughs> Even to get the wrinkles out of our t-shirts, we usually use this. Um, it's the same people that do the starch for shirts when you iron makes a stuff called wrinkle spray that is amazing. Mm. And so we generally bring that with us. So what about concierge rooms here? Are those available at the Wilderness Lodge? Well, yes, they are, Vicki. The concierge rooms are called the Old Faithful Club. All of these are located on the seventh floor, and each room has a privacy balcony. The view will be either of um, the nature view or the courtyard, and your room will have one king-size bed or two queen-size beds, or one queen-size bed plus two bunk beds. And it is my understanding that with the recent renovations they've been doing to rooms, if they're not already gone, they will be soon. The, they're completely phasing out the bunk beds at Wilderness Lodge. I kind of think that's a good idea. That category is no longer available. You used to be able to see it when booking, but it is not there any longer. So with the resort scheduled to reopen soon, um, this June, I don't believe that they are available any longer. So do not look for bunk beds at Wilderness Lodge. The rooms do have ironing boards, <laughs> these as well. So if you need to iron, you can. <laughs> A hair dryer and bathrobes, as well as nightly turndown service. The concierge lounge opens into the lobby and is on the seventh floor. Continental breakfast, wine and cheese, snacks and tea, evening appetizers, and desserts and cordials are served. The concierge desk is open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. to help with dinner reservations, shows, etc. Junior suite guests have Old Faithful Club concierge access via magic bands. So this is one thing that I'm enjoying about doing all of the coverage of these resorts there is I guess I never realized that there was food and stuff available as part of the cost of the room, which also makes sense. Yes. I hear it more often referred to as club level rooms. So if concierge isn't a, a term you're familiar with, uh, club level might ring a bell. And you do pay extra for these rooms. But when dining plans were in place, it might help you save money on a dining plan because you could come back here to get snacks and breakfast and things like that. So you would have to really look at the cost differences between paying for club level rooms versus dining plan or which level of the dining plan you would want to do. Um, but these rooms are not currently available to book as far as I know. Yeah, due to COVID. They'll probably be open though by the time you get there, I bet. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. They were the first ones to be renovated. They worked their way down as far as I know. So that was partially, I think, why they were closed. But during the pandemic, the um, DVC portions of the resort have been open 
and the Wilderness Lodge hotel side of things has not been open. So this summer, that is the portion that is reopening to guests. Vicki, one final aspect of rooms we haven't discussed are the prices. What can our friends expect to pay for a room at Wilderness Lodge? Probably we've not talked about it because we don't like to talk about the money part. <laughs> <laughs> True. I won't tell you what I'm paying for our trip in January. How about that? <laughs> so the Wilderness Lodge is considered a deluxe resort, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, and the pricing is slightly lower than the other deluxe resorts. However, of course, it's going to be pricier than if you would stay at Popper All-Star. Walt Disney World resort rates vary by season, and there are nine seasons, according to Disney. And they also vary depending on the day of the week. If you stay in the weekday, of course, that's always better. The holiday season is the most expensive time of year, and it runs from mid-December to early January, as well as during Easter week. And the low end for a standard starts at $369 a night, which honestly is really not that bad considering Disney pricing. And high-end club-level deluxe can go as high as uh, $1,355 a night. So let's say you've made the decision and you booked to stay at Wilderness Lodge. If park visits are in your plans, then you'll want to know how to get there. So Sarah is going to tell you the amazing transportation to and from places when you're staying at the Wilderness Lodge. So while it seems as though you should be able to walk to the other Magic Kingdom Resort hotels and perhaps even the Magic Kingdom itself, that is not an option here. Transportation from the Wilderness Lodge is available either through the boat dock or the bus depot. They are located on opposite ends of the resort. I do remember when we went on our last family trip, we did a night at the Wilderness Lodge and had dinner there. And it is a, it's not a terribly long walk, but it's a good walk to get to the bus stop from the main lobby. So it's something to think about. It's not a hard walk, but I remember at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you kind of walk out the front door and you're there. <laughs> but um, it was a little different with Wilderness Lodge. So the boat dock, Walking in the front door of the lodge, the boat dock will be through the back door, down the left side, past the pool, down the wooded walkway to the dock. It's a beautiful walk though. Yes, beautiful, pretty easy to get to. The bus depot, you would make a right in the lobby just after you pass the front desk, then go past the gift shop on your right and outside to the bus depot. There are three stops at the bus depot. To the Magic Kingdom, there are two options. Take the red flag boat available at the dock or take the bus. For all other theme parks, water parks, and Disney Springs, you can take a bus. Note that the Wilderness Lodge sometimes shares a line with the Polynesian Resort, so you may have to make a stop. This um, is important. Disney always tells you to give yourself at least an hour, I believe it is, to get anywhere, so keep that in mind. I do think they've been doing a better job of listing bus wait times. Yes. And it makes it a little easier. To get to Fort Wilderness, you take a bus to the Fort Wilderness Settlement Depot, or walk to the marina to catch a launch. That is the blue flag boat. So Vicki, let's switch to one of our favorite topics and that <laughs> is food, glorious food. So what restaurants and eateries do we have at Wilderness Lodge? So there are two full service restaurants, a lounge, a snack bar, and a combo bar and grill. Artist Point, um, is one of them and every night this restaurant turns into an enchanted forest as it hosts the storybook dining with Snow White. To my knowledge, I don't believe this one is reopened from the pandemic yet. 
It is not. Um, this is where we ate with my family on our last trip, and it was wonderful. The food was great, and you get to meet Snow White, Dopey, and Grumpy, and the Evil Queen. Snow White, Dopey, and Grumpy come to tables, and the Evil Queen you visit. She's not going to come to you. You have to go to her. Of course. She's royalty. And um, it is so neat to meet that, you know, her character in person. And the cast members that are doing her are amazing. And my youngest daughter didn't even want to go over and have her picture taken with her. She Snow White is her favorite princess and she was all dressed up in her Snow White dress for dinner and she was very happy to meet Snow White and we got some wonderful pictures of the two of them. And my husband and my older daughter were very happy to take pictures with um, Grumpy and Dopey. We got some good pictures because they have you pose, you know, make your mean face with Grumpy and then something silly with Dopey. But um, with the evil queen, it's a little more intimidating. And you might think, it's always fun to think about what kind of fun little things you could say to her. But um, the food was good and the setting is like you're in the woods kind of, and there's leaves and things and fairy lights in the ceiling. And um, it's just very pretty. Fun. I love the I love the character dining meals. They're always so awesome. The next one is Whispering Canyon Cafe, which my family has eaten. But first, I'll describe it before I start talking about it. Located off the main lobby, this restaurant actually opens up into the lobby, and this is a Western-themed family-style restaurant with special activities for those celebrating a special day, including horse races. The food is offered family-style. You share off the same plate and or in skillets, depending on what you order, and they're placed on a Lazy Susan, so it makes it easy for everybody to reach. You can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner there, in addition to ordering a la carte plates if that is not something that you choose to do. This is a really fun restaurant. We went when, that was the first visit we were there in 2009. We went with two other families. I think it was halfway through our trip. And so I enjoyed this restaurant, but the kids were hot and tired and cranky. So this maybe was not the most pleasant experience for them. I'm not gonna say that they all say that, that they enjoyed it, but I thought it was a cute restaurant. I don't think they do this right now with the ketchup because of germs, but used to say, if you ask for ketchup, everybody would bring you ketchup over to the table like you'd have tons of people with ketchup bring over to your table and then the horse races are just stick horses kind of like if you've been to ohana they have the little parade around with ohana with mickey and all the characters lilo and stitch only these are horse races and they give you a stick horse and you race around the restaurant which was a really cute thing and a fun way that disney does again to like highlight family and have family events i don't necessarily remember the food as much as I remember the ambiance and the entertainment itself. I've watched a few reviews of people eating there and they all seem to enjoy the food. I feel like with breakfast, it's kind of hard to go wrong, but- um, It's breakfast. I've watched some lunch and dinner ones and they all seem happy. And it's a really, in terms of Disney prices, it's a really good value for what you get. That is true. I'm gonna warn you, these are large, large, portions right the skillets are all you can eat so if you run out of eggs they're going to bring you more eggs if you run out of bacon they're going to bring you more bacon so um and i will say because my family we're not huge 
all-you-can-eat buffet-style eaters. That's just not us. But um, they would not allow you, as far as I know. My husband and I could not order one skillet to share. Does that make sense? So right. we would have to order for all of us. And so just consider that. Um, it's a great value if you want to have the experience of eating there, which lots of people love. You know, it's not your standard waiter and waitress service. You, they're going to be silly and there's going to be some antics. But if that's what you're into, then go for it. I do. A lot of people love this place and it's somewhere they want to go on every trip. Right. So Territory Lounge is adjacent to the Artist Point, and it's a lounge that serves nice micro brew as well as espresso and cappuccino. It also has some appetizers and light snacks available in the afternoon and evening for if you want something just to hold you over until dinner. The Roaring Fork is located on the ground floor and it's near the pool entrance of the main lodge. It's a quick serve location. It has like light meals and it's open from approximately 7 a.m. to midnight every day. And there is seating in there or you can just sit there to wait while your food is being grilled and ready for you. Geyser Point Bar and Grill is located behind Copper Creek Villas and it overlooks Bay Lake. This grill serves lunch and dinner. The bar is a full service bar and you can order food items there as well. There is plenty of comfy seating as well as televisions at that bar. And I recently saw a picture and maybe you're the one that posted it, Sarah, I don't even know, but I don't think I was really familiar with what this looked like. And it looks like a lot of fun, like a place that I want to visit. Yeah, um, Geyser Point is a beautiful location looking out over Bay Lake. It is alfresco dining. It is covered and it is a, what Disney considers a lounge. So it's a little different. It is like table service slash quick service. They have a window you can walk up to and order and sit, or you can sit down at a table and have a server that would come from the bar. So it's a little bit of a beast of its own. It's not, how do I say this? It's not just quick service. It's not just table service. It's a combo. and they. Actually, there's a lot of restaurants that have, like Via Napoli has that, where they have a window and then they have they have table service. So, I mean, not the same concept as when I'm, we're talking about at Wilderness. I'm just saying, I think Disney realizes there are some people that just want to keep moving and then some people that want that relaxing time. But yeah, that it looks amazing and would definitely be something that I'd like to try. I've really heard the food is excellent there continuously. And I've heard the same thing about Roaring Fork in terms of... Like the quick service food, they have some really great options. And I know Geyser Point has a bison burger and some other kind of more what you would think of elevated dishes, which would be fun to have. But yes, some really great options if you're looking to get away from Magic Kingdom. I think I've said this before, not just to relax, but if you want to try some different food, this is a great option. So another food option there is for people that are staying, and that is Miss Jenny's in-room dining and breakfast is available to guests from 7 to 11 a.m. and dinner is available from 4 to 12. So if you want anything in between and you're just kind of staying on property and not visiting the parks, then you'll just want to visit one of these other quick service places that we just talked about or sit down places. The next thing we're going to talk to you about is the recreational activities. What are the pools and the recreational activities at the Wilderness Lodge? My kids are so excited about this pool. So they won't care even if it's cold in january like <laughs> it was on our last trip um 
but they will be getting in this pool. The pools are very nice and they align with the National Park Service motif. Everything starts in the lobby as a bubbling geyser. So you can stand in the lobby and look at this. It runs outside to Silver Creek Falls and then down into the larger pool. There's a short water slide and also a kid's pool. There are lounge chairs, some tables and umbrellas available. There are two hot tubs for soothing your sore muscles after long days in the parks. No kidding. I know we when we sat in um, Artist Point for our dinner with Snow White, we had a seat where we could look out over the pool. And just like with a lot of the resorts, they have the kids' splash area, and there's a huge, forgive me, lack of a better term, but bucket uh-huh. that fills up with water and then eventually tips over. And when we weren't talking with Snow White or one of the seven dwarves, that was our fun thing to do was guess when the bucket was going to tip over because <laughs> you could see it from the restaurant. Yeah. So you can swim in the pool or sunbathe on the sunny beach of Bay Lake. There is a three quarter mile wooded path for walking, jogging, or biking from Wilderness Lodge to Fort Wilderness. Teton boat and bike rental. So this is where bike rental is available from 9 a.m. to dusk. Boat rentals are available from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Lockers are available at the marina. It's $1 per rental. Disney Vacation Club members, be sure to show your ID for a 10% discount. Other discounts may be available for annual pass holders. Make sure you ask. Fireworks cruises set sail from Teton Boat and Bike Rental nightly. Speaking of fireworks, when the lodge first opened, fireworks were visible from rooms facing Magic Kingdom. However, the trees have grown as they do, and now the views are limited. However, I have seen some pictures, and if you do book one of those nature fireworks rooms, you're going to have a much better chance of seeing the fireworks. Be sure when you check into the resort, ask for an activities calendar for the week. That will give you all the times for kids' activities, movies. If they're doing s'mores outside, you'll see all of that. And there's also an arcade, which I don't know when those will be open, but I know they've been closed at all the resorts during the pandemic. And it is located near the mercantile store. That would be hard to maintain as far as the sanitizing that the CDC was requiring. So I can totally understand why those are closed. Yes, I agree. I understand. So let's switch to merchandise and talk about shopping. Vicki, where are the gift shops and what are they? So the Wilderness Lodge Mercantile Shop has, or that reminds me of Little House on the Prairie, by the way, has a variety of Northwestern and Wilderness Lodge specific themed merchandise. They have Disney plush and sundries. The food items are also available geared towards those staying in the villas. There are two fantastic life-size wood carvings of bears that you have to see if you go visit these. Um, I know I have pictures of them. And just outside the entrance to the shop, you will find Disney character totem pole, which serves as a great photo opportunity. I loved those. I think you can buy little miniature versions of the Disney character totem pole in the store if you want a nice souvenir. Oh, that would be cute. I don't think I went fully in the store because we were there just enjoying the ambiance. And when I go in a store, I tend to buy. <laughs> so yeah. Sometimes I just try to not do that. So um, we're going to wrap this up, I think, by talking about a few special offerings and activities that the Wilderness Lodge has. So Sarah, why don't you go ahead and kick us off on that? 
So there is this amazing tour available called Wonders of the Lodge, and it's offered throughout the week. Be sure to check with the front desk. It's a one-hour tour about the architecture and how the lodge was built. It takes you outside, talks about landscaping, and then goes back inside and talks about the artwork, like the metalwork and the totem poles and the paintings. I've heard this is a really good tour, so if you have a resort day built in to your vacation, I would highly suggest taking advantage of this. It could make your trip even more special because you're going to know things about the Wilderness Lodge that you didn't know before you stayed there. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it either, and I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, there are some specialty cruises available from the boat dock. You just need to check with guest services to see what they are. I believe when fireworks return, there is a special cruise just for that. But again, when you're at the Wilderness Lodge, just check with guest services. They're going to be able to give you far more information than we could even find because a lot of things change from day to day. So have you ever heard about going fishing at Disney World? Yeah, people going fishing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there are lots of locations throughout. Some of the Epcot resorts do this, and I believe Wilderness Lodge does as well. I don't know if it's going on right now, but I've seen videos because I've always thought it'd be something fun. The times differ and the pricing differs on when you go during the day. We all know, or if you've ever been fishing before, generally early in the morning is when you get started. Um, so those times I think are a little more expensive. You're also gonna be a little further away from the bright sunshine of the midday hours. Right. Yeah, um, but I've seen videos and these giant largemouth bass are basically jumping in the boats. That's amazing. It's ridiculous. So it might be really fun to do with kids on an off day, you know, but I would check into it. You can find that information on Disney's website, but I do believe that you can do this from Wilderness Lodge as well. So something else that happens in the water besides fishing is the electrical water pageant. Go to the boat dock in the evening around 9.35. Be sure to check with guest services to find out the exact time and you'll be treated to the delightful electrical water pageant which makes its way across Bay Lake nightly. This whimsical light and music show will entertain you and your family for about 10 minutes. It's worth seeing at least once. The pageant visits all of the Bay Lake resorts nightly. Be sure to know that the pageant is subject to cancellation due to inclement weather. As is many things at Disney World. Yes. <laughs> Especially if lightning's involved because they just have to be safe. Buffalo topiaries. Be sure to check these out in the front of the resort, the Wilderness Lodge, because they are across from the luggage drop-off area. And we all love the topiaries that they do at the Flower and Garden Festival, but these are there all the time because they are representative of the Wilderness Lodge. And when we think of the wilderness, or I do, I think of buffalo or bison or moose. So you just never know. So where should we go to relax? Well, if you'd like to start your day relaxing, grab a cup of coffee and a Danish and sit out by the pool, watching everyone else scurry to their morning destination. Disney World is a great place to people watch. You can do it anywhere, <laughs> yes. in the parks or at a resort. There are also wonderful rocking chairs in front of the lobby fireplace which there's a story behind that, I believe. If you look at the actual fireplace, it represents the rock layers of the land, soil, you know, things you learn about in elementary school. <laughs> 
Um, and that might be something that you learn about on that tour I told you about earlier. So something neat to check out. And there's lots of areas just overlooking the lobby where you can sit and relax or read with nice views of the lobby and the courtyard. If you go all the way to the top floor of the lobby, you can go out on the roof at the front of the resort. You can wave to all the people arriving, I guess, if you want to. There's also a nice area on the courtyard side of the lobby where some people have chosen to get married. That's interesting. I did not know that. I didn't either, but it it is if you're like an outdoorsy person, like mm-hmm. camps and hikes a lot, that makes a lot of sense. Sure. All right. Tell me about the geyser. I can't wait for my kids to see it. The Fire Rock Geyser is a 120-foot geyser that spouts every hour on the hour from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. And you can walk from the lodge to the back of the pool, and there's a walkway to watch the geyser. But you have to be sure to look closely because a rainbow sometimes joins the show. So there's like a little magical bonus to it. It's a Disney, of course. (laughs) Two, also dependent on the weather, if it's a very windy day or colder days and windy where they don't want the spray from the geyser going on to people necessarily, um, sometimes they'll shorten it a little bit. (laughs) So it won't go quite as tall. Just be aware. If somebody is celebrating an occasion, is there anything that they can do at the Wilderness Lodge? Sure. So... They have a bakery, and if you give 24 hours notice, they could make a cake for your celebration. Um, We might do something like that because my husband's birthday is right before our trip in January. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Again, pictures, pictures. Oh, yes. I will take lots. Copious amounts. So just a few miscellaneous things. If you are on a boat from the Magic Kingdom to the Wilderness Lodge in the evening, As you approach the lodge, you should take a look around the middle section of the hotel. The design and placement of some of the windows and the lighting resemble a huge bear that's staring at you. That would be kind of interesting, I think. Yeah. Maybe scary, depending on how dark it is. In my mind, better than a giant swan or dolphin sitting on top of a hotel, but... This this is true. That's a different podcast, Vicki. That that is a different podcast. That is a different podcast. (laughs) So thank you so much, Sarah, for helping me... dive deeper into the Wilderness Lodge Resort and for your knowledge because you just know so much. I know it's because you've been researching for your upcoming trip. This was a lot of fun and I hope that the listeners enjoyed and learned some more about it and learned whether or not they want to go to that resort or even just visit it and eat at some of their restaurants. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, go to yourstorytravel.com, click on the Agents tab, and then you can choose Vicki or Sarah, that's me. And for just a $200 refundable deposit, you can hold your reservation. So contact us today. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Your Story Travel TikTok account, at Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, Sarah, I think it's about that time. Disney love. May all your dreams come true. Have a magical day, my friends. 